You want to die? Wait, were you offended by that question, I, actually? Was I offended? No, I, I I was ready to correct. Right. But I, I was not offended. But when she said, how's your diet going? I'm not on a diet. I've never been on a diet. I just choose how I eat and I eat healthy. I like that. Same here. Welcome to The Jealous Vegan, a podcast about healthy eating, habit change, and the hurdles we all need help overcoming. I'm Jennifer Hunley, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, also known as The Voice. Today we are joined by April Cunningham, co-founder of The Jealous Vegan, health and life coach, also known as The Influencer. Jendai Jackson, owner of Jendai Asha Creative, also known as The Entrepreneur. Lawrence Rassall, also known as The Artisan. Yeah, what's this thing about keto? I know you've talked about it before, but I I know you hate it. I just, we I, all know I, she right, hates it. We all know it. she hates right. it. You think that keto broke into her house at night and stole her family jewels? <laughs> or my firstborns. So, yes. So I hate keto. And, and understand, I hate all diets. So that's what I'm talking That's why I, it was my idea to talk about this, because I hate all diets. Now, what do I particularly dislike about keto? Um... It's one of those low-carb diets, which I also despise because, oh, by the way, plants are carbs. Mm. So low-carb diets just don't actually go well for someone who's trying to eat plant-based. And they're kind of anti-human, I feel like. You're supposed to eat lots of veggies. What I especially don't like about keto is that you're also supposed to eat a lot of fat. And air quote, good fat. Yes, okay, fine, but... Fat it sounds fat. stressful. Yeah, fat is You got to weigh yeah. your foods. You got to try to figure no, out. No, you don't. Oh, please. Yeah, can someone you... explain what the, like, I'm hearing pieces and bits, but what is the keto diet? What are you allowed to do and not allowed to do? Okay, so if the premise is that, first of all, now I'm no expert, but. <laughs> well, I, the way you let it. I, 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 I was like, she's going to give us the. Do you want the disclaimer? None of us are doctors. All right. I got the internets. So I know if you. Internet. Right, I said, did you Google? So. Okay. The keto diet was developed um, for children who were um, drug re- who have epilepsy, but they're drug resistant to all of the typical things that they use. And so the idea was if you starve your brain of certain food groups and instead focus on feeding other food groups, will the will the mind reset so that, you know, you wouldn't have an epileptic attack? And so mm-hmm. they, de- they determined that, yes, if you if, because people think that you have to have grains in order to think clearly, but in fact, your body can use fat for fuel. And so the idea is if you feed your body fat for fuel, it will actually help your brain um, function better, I guess, objectively better or subjectively better. Um, but the the side benefit is that it will also burn fat that your body has stored, right? And so that's the whole kind of point of ketosis. And so for most people, it means restricting grains. I think what's good about it is that it also means you don't eat a lot of processed foods, right? Um, All the vegetables or most vegetables are considered um, good to eat, uh, except for those that are kind of high in carbs, which would be like potatoes, Potatoes. more of the starchy vegetables. Um, And then, yes, it's high fat, moderate protein, low carb. What are the proportions? Do you recall? Uh. Like 70, 20, 10. 70% fat? Yes. High 
that yeah. maybe I'm, maybe it's, maybe it's like 60 yeah. maybe it's 60 30 10 it is high it's 60, like 30 you're supposed to eat more fat than carbs we'll right. check audience don't don't quote us on these numbers right but essentially keto means that you're eating right. high fat and hopefully and good fat your your plant-based well, fats no. yeah you're, you're right it, it should fat. be but i know for a fact and maybe i'm mixing another diet but bacon i know is big and yeah, how do you eat high fat and be Saturate. healthy? That's well, my then, point. Okay. So nuts, so with a, avocado, okay, oil, cooking oils, all of those mm-hmm. are are high are good fats. Okay, but nonetheless, and I think we were talking about this, uh, Jindy. Um, fat is fat. So yeah, granted, whether it's a good fat or not, um, we need fat in our diet. But um, it's still, it's you don't want to have an excessive amount of anything, in my opinion. And fats are probably the worst thing to have in in that I mean, well, if you're going to eat animal-based fat, you're going to get saturated fat. Yes. You're going to get the kind that um, clogs your arteries versus plant-based fat, avocado oil, um, olive oil. Those other kinds of oils we cook with are are healthier for us. But, I mean, so so think of it this Okay, listen. Anytime said to me was it comes from a place of like helping kids with epilepsy. How in the world did it become this fattest diet where people are like, I'm gonna lose weight. You can't stay on that kind of diet. I feel like it's very not sustainable. Like a Jen's face. (laughs) (laughs) Just as Viagra was was um, discovered as a as people who were being treated for, I think, angina, right? The, the men who were in the study group realized, like, oh, I'm getting this other benefit. <laughs> kind of an unintended consequence. Right, right. But it's the same. So the same thing happened is that when they put these kids on, I shouldn't just say kids. I don't know if it, I, again, I'm not a scientist. I've only read so much about it. But um, they determined, like, hey, and testing it, even with, I guess, laboratory animals, they discovered, like, oh, they were able to reduce their weight and maintain it much more easily by by reducing the carbs. Now, I know a lot of doctors disagree because they say, hey, there's no way that that if you eat a carbohydrate and I don't know the science behind it, but you can't it won't it will not transfer to fat like like the substance itself is from like a medium chain triglyceride, whatever, you know, like. Like, like it's never going to become that because it, it has no principle or properties that will allow it to do that. But for the people who are like, hey, I stopped eating potato chips and bread and potatoes and I started eating more burgers and and kale and spinach and I lost 15 pounds or whatever. To them, it's like this is a miracle. Also, I think for some people, those foods are much more satisfying to them. So. It doesn't feel stressful. It doesn't feel like a diet. It's like, these are all the things I want to be eating anyway. You know what else I think is stressful? I'm going to call it out here. Weight watchers. You know why? Same thing as keto. Because you have Points. to sit there and you got to yeah. monitor your... But I think it's the same thing. I'm not. I'm actually putting it with keto. I'm putting it with... I don't know that anyone does South Beach. Jen, very famous, he tells me. No one does South Beach. But all these guys, you've never... You know, that's probably Lisa. Now, South Beach is... <laughs> what is again, that? No, no, no. What I said to you is nobody does Atkins. Although, Rob, Atkins. Atkins. that's what I was so going to say. Atkins. I was, was going to yeah. add to your list. Atkins. So yeah, nobody yeah. Nobody Atkins anymore? Have you seen the Rob Lowe commercials about Atkins? No. Okay, so... I. I only, I mean, I have cable, but I don't ever watch that TV. Anyway, so I have this app, and it's like the same commercials mm-hmm. all the yeah, time, right? Yeah. Um, Truvada, which we talked about in a previous episode. <laughs> um, 
But Rob Lowe is like, people were surprised to find out that I've been following Atkins for years. And he's like, no, it's not like, it's not like give me a double bacon cheeseburger. You know, it's, it's real food and it's, you know, and he goes through his whole pitch. And I'm like, I tell you what, Rob Lowe has looked good for many, many years. So let's get back on Atkins. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> My dad used to be on Atkins. So yeah, like long, back in the what? Yeah, long time yeah. ago. Yeah. So it's similar to keto, except the emphasis is more on the protein than the fat. So the protein the, and the fat. Okay. Yeah, the proportions so are different. So that's Atkins, right? The high protein. Okay. There, it's also keto? low carb, like keto. Okay, right. keto is high fat. fat. So what's Medium the South protein. Beach? It's like real food. So many or something. I don't, know. I, don't I think, know. I think South Beach is also low carb. I don't know the particulars of it. But here's the thing: all diets, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all they do is manipulate the type of ingredients, the the ratio of the ingredients, and the timing. Right? Yes. So it's all food, but you can't. It, it uh, with keto, for example, you have to have high fat mm. with um, some of these other ones, you have to have low carb. It's all the same nutrients, but the percentage changes, right? For plant-based, for example, or vegan, for example, you can't have any meats, right? You can only eat vegetables. So the diet is, you can have all these things. Um, the, the, the ratio of the nutrients has to still be somewhat balanced, but all plants. And that's all, that's all a diet is. What can you eat? What's the ratio that you can eat? And when's the timing? Some diets, you can't eat certain things at different times. You can't eat after a certain time. You can't yeah. eat things before a certain. You can't have sugar after a certain time. Like you, you can't. You should only eat fruits in the morning because of the sugar. Like so, it's it's all the same bucket of food, the same bucket of choices, if you will. And diets say, here's what you can't do. Here's the reason I don't like them. I don't death of all diets. And I need to specify and say that plant based is not. We don't consider it to be a diet. It is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, keto might be great for the right person um, for a short period of time. For Rob Lowe, sure. Okay, that works for his, but for his biology. He's on Atkins. Don't confuse it. Fine. Maybe <laughs> it works for his biology, but it's not going to work for the masses because everybody's body is different. different. And maybe keto is great for a short period of time if you really want to weigh your food. But if you don't and you want to actually be able to eat like a human being, I mean... Diets are terrible. They have the word die in them. She is <laughs> fired up. Clearly. Mm. Death of the diet. Yo, I want to take back our power over diet and just talk about like eating healthfully. It's a journey. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll agree. I'm not as passionate as you are about it. <laughs> but I was asked just yesterday, how's your diet going? And I immediately was like, I, I mean, in my head, I was like, what do you mean diet? People were you offended? Wait, were you offended by that question, I, actually? Was I offended? No, I, I, I was ready to correct. Right. But I, I was not offended. But when she said, how's your diet going? I'm not on a diet. I've never been on a diet. I just choose how I eat, and I eat healthy. I like that. Same here. That's good. Right, I feel like we need a new word. Oh, let's come up with a new word. Before we you get heard it. it first here on the Jealous Vegan. <laughs> we're going to find a word, right? Yeah. we got to figure it out first. Yeah. So, when does a way of eating change over from being a diet to a lifestyle? Coach Cunningham. I think that I think that any uh, something is a diet if it's prescriptive. If it's a lifestyle, then it's and there's a duration. The it's, yeah, it's possibly right, but I think it's prescriptive. It's like this is what you can't eat. This is what you can't eat. This is this is what circumscribes a diet. 
versus um, a way of eating is based on principles. Knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right? It's almost like you don't even think about it when you're living a lifestyle, a certain lifestyle. It's just, it comes naturally yeah. to you instead of you all looking at the list but and the proportion and the size and the, the measurements and yeah. But I would say that anytime you're going to change your habits around anything in life, not just food, it, there's a there's a process. And part of that process is, like you said, having to retrain how you think about something. And that might mean consulting a list or a, or figuring out the formula. I, I, you, you just say from day one, no, like, I have a visceral reaction to formula. Visceral reaction, because now, you, now you're talking about what, what's in and what's out. If I have a principle of I only eat plants, that means that actually, it, not only does it frame it in such a way that it's a positive, like I can eat all plants. I agree. That's my way of eating. Okay, great. So if, is this a plant? That's all I have to ask. Is this a plant? Cool. Is this a plant? And, and more so than that, I guess if my, if my motivation is to be healthy, then eat, I'm going even a step further. I can say, does this feel good in my body? Okay, but wait. So we had a recent episode where you talked about almonds and tequila, right? And we joked that it's plant-based. We talked about that before. So yes, it it passes the barrier, but it doesn't mean that it's good for you or that you should right. you should be consuming it in any regular fashion. Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the difference between a way of eating and a diet. So, uh, almonds and tequila, no, but you know, it, it's not a sustainable diet any more than keto is. But... <laughs> It's the idea that at the time, though, that's all my body could handle. So I was listening to my body. And if that's my principle, it was trying, and it wasn't intentional, but I really no, it just worked out that way. I just I just really couldn't eat like and so I would eat almonds and that would make me feel satisfied enough that I could get through the next day and I could sleep. Um, you know, tequila, why? tequila helped. High fat. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> also a good source of protein. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> for like a year because that's how long pretty much Did, would that would you recommend that for kids though like no, would you recommend not. that for not someone a tequila, not the tequila, no, not the tequila. Yeah. But, but would you recommend that for someone who wants well, to lose like weight like <laughs> just eat a bunch of nuts <laughs> no uh, so but, but my point is so I've had this conversation with you before April right you, you're the high priestess of listen to your body right but what if you have been um, deaf to your body's language for a long time. Eating things that you're actually allergic to, that it's sensitive to, that it doesn't like, that's not serving you well. And because you don't recognize, hey, I feel this way when I eat this thing, and you don't make the adjustment, if you just stop eating that thing, maybe you'll feel better. But then how do you train yourself to listen? And I feel like there does become a point where you need to sit down and kind of figure out what are your principles to your, you know, to use your words um, and then go from there. And that that might look like a diet in the beginning, but it eventually becomes a lifestyle. Once you understand it and once you're like, OK, that works for me, I'm going to keep doing that. And then you don't have to think about it. It becomes second nature. That's fine. I don't have any I don't have any issue with that. What I have issue with is when people slap down keto on shows up on the Internet all of a sudden and people are like, keto, keto's going to help me get my bikini body. That is propaganda. If people are listening to their body, they're just like, you know what? I have a new set of principles I want to operate from. That's part and it's personal. Cool. So is your issue that people are broadcasting it? Yes, as a, you, they do it even for vegan. Like you're gonna look like the skinny chick on, you know, the Instagram poster child if you show up and eat plants. Well, that's propaganda. 
socially reinforced. That's what I have. Uh, this diet is going to air quote save me from whatever it is I want to be safe from. That's what I have an issue with with the with the word diet. And oftentimes it's because people want to lose weight or they want to look a certain way. But you're what if you're what if you're not meant to be a size two ever? So this is not about the diet. This is about how it's marketed. This is about the perception of diet and the prescriptiveness of a diet. How it's how it's perceived. When people, I feel like it, it becomes a mask where people are just like, if I just do this thing, they're looking for a formula. They come to me with coaching. It's just like, just tell me what to do. The quick no, fix. No, I just can't. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No, I can't tell you what to do. The answers are all yours. Just like the questions. I'm here to guide you. You need to figure that out. I can't, I can't slap down a diet and say, eat this and don't eat this and it's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, yeah, I won't disagree with you there. Mm-hmm. I think that bioindividuality is a thing. That we don't pay enough attention to it. But it's the reason that, you know, there are a multitude of eating plans that work for some people and not for others. Because it depends on your individual needs, your biology. And I think part of the whole reason that we're doing this is to help people try to discover that. And not just sign up for like the latest fad program so that they can lose 10 or 15 pounds. Agreed. And if people approach it from that place, cool. I'm going to listen to my body. If you if you need a diet as a crutch, and I don't, I don't use that as a pejorative term, you need it as a helper to figure out what you're going to do with your life next or how you want to approach your diet next or your health next, cool. But let's let it not be prescriptive. You've got kids. You've got teenagers. We talked about this with Ruthie from, in a previous episode. It's like they're coming up with these ideas of like, I need to be skinny or I need to be this or I need to be that. And what's going to get me there? And picking up. All the propaganda, it must be keto, it must be vegan, it must be this. No, none of that stuff is actually a a silver bullet. And it masks people from listening to their bodies. That's all. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) 20 minutes later. (laughs) Well, I mean, Lawrence is going to sleep, so I'm I don't think we gave him an opportunity to. It was like, you know, you're playing double dutch and you're like, oh, I can't get in, I can't get in, I can't get in. As the resident food person in the group, right? Um, I feel like one, you've you've understood how to harness food to improve your health, but also you experiment a lot with food and trying to bring the the beauty of it, um, or take each food and and bring it to its natural beauty. So I'm interested Agreed. what you think. Um, with regards to the discussion, I don't know if I can really add to that, unfortunately, but. Um, you're absolutely right. Um, I prefer to or I subscribe to a lifestyle as opposed to a diet. Um, but I, I like the part where you mentioned sometimes you need to perhaps follow a diet to get on that road to as the a life as a gateway. So I do like that. And I'm glad we're having this discussion. Um, but um, yeah, so again, just trying to eat more plant-based food and 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 in its more natural state and not over processed or or mixed like satan or was it mm-hmm. satan yeah, yeah i don't even know i, th- I think that's crazy just how much i would never do that even though it's plant-based it's considered vegan it's pro- highly processed it's highly processed you're adding so many different things. Uh, for instance, I think uh, Jindy and I were talking, or we were alluding to it as far as, um, what is that, the uh, the fake bacon? 
mm-hmm. where you're adding all these ingredients and you're heating it. It's no longer what its original form was. And to me, that's not healthy. So, yeah. Well, I, to, the question that Jen asked me, I didn't answer it really, um, is you know, how, how do you learn to listen to your body when you've, you have this history of things that are layered on and you're trying to uncover, you're trying to discover how to listen to your body and people ask me that. But I'm curious about you two. I'm looking at Jendi uh, and um, Lawrence. Lawrence to how you have, how did, what's your journey like in terms of listening to your body? How did you know that something, how did you learn to recognize a trigger between something that you ate and something that your body responded to, negative or positive? I'll, I'll say that I like what Lawrence said, how, and what you alluded to as well, is that a diet is a gateway to a different type of a journey. I will say that when I first went plant-based, it was a diet because I, I didn't know how to do it. I needed, a, I needed a formula. I needed the list. I needed the, you know, the ingredients. And I did the whole processed vegan foods. And I was like, okay, let me figure this out. Let me lay it all out first. And then as I, my body starts getting used to it, I'll figure out what's right for me. And what does taste good, what still hurts me, what, you know, and then I started to pick and pull and intermix so I think it, like you said, there's a journey there, and, but it has to start from something kind of strict, especially if you want to make that change. Mm-hmm. If it's like, I'm going to do this, you have to, I don't know, how do you avoid not being on a diet? Immediately? Right. Like right. you're just making a change and it's like, here's what I'm going to do. And this is what I had to do. And then you figure it out and you, and you, you know, process it from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think diet as a gateway is fine. That's not what most people think of, though. That, so True. Th- you're making a distinction that I don't have any trouble with. Right. Lawrence. So uh, for me, uh, mine was more movi- motivated by uh, the trauma to my body. As you all know, that I suffer from um, kidney disease. And so uh, my first sort of um, trigger or factor was uh, knowledge. I I realized that food had uh, an impact, whether it was good or bad. And so that motivated me to try to eat food, even before I even thought of the concept of going more plant-based, or I should say more, I I don't like to label myself as a pescatarian, but people would label me as a pescatarian. But I knew that the red meat and um, the hormones in chicken and the pork, things of that nature, um, really affected my kidneys. It's it's harder for my kidneys to try to process that stuff. So I was infatuated with the concept of trying to, as uh, Jennifer mentioned, I was I was just infatuated with how can I make this um, almost straight from the ground product as close to it uh, its natural state but just really beautify beautify it um, as far as colors. And if you look at some of my posts on my Instagram page, I was just, you know, the dark, deep uh, uh, oranges of the sweet potato and just the stark contrast of the the broccolini, broccolini the eggplant. So, so I, there, was, there was a mixture. And just I realized that after I was searching for this, 
and you can appreciate the whole concept of color and mm-hmm. photography, Jindy. So all those were factors in me sort of getting to the place. And when I realized that, hey, this is actually working for my benefit, I felt better. Um, my I knew my body was processing it better. It was purging it better. So um, again, uh, those were sort of the, that was the beginning for me. That was the motivating fact. I was never interested, unlike you, Jindy, as far as I was, I'm not insinuating it, you were mm-hmm. infatuated with the whole vegan, but I, I, I didn't, I never subscribed to the vegan faux meats and, you know, the, what do you call those things? The uh, baked ground beef and that's oh, like made. Beyond meat. Beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I'm, yeah. yeah. I've had an impossible burger, I think. <laughs> I think. <laughs> But I've never been uh, infatuated with that whole. That's what we were talking about. Then we were talking. I've never been infatuated with that whole. Like, well, let me try to get as close to I can to that. But it's just totally not something different. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I went head in. I was just like, I'm gonna do this vegan thing. Yeah, but I think it's too because I wasn't sleeping well and I was running myself ragged. And I was like, let me just try something different. Vegan is the 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 you know the thing that's out there right now. Exactly. So let me just yeah. see if this is going to help. But I like that it's transitioned to something more. It's transitioned into a lifestyle. Right. Good for you. Yeah. I will say, so what you both just described, Jenny, you mentioned going restrictive, restricting your diet and choosing, restricting your way of eating and uh, as a diet to start until you could figure things out, right? Mm-hmm. So you could figure out which way you wanted to go. And Lawrence, you described kind of coming from a place, at least that's what I understood, coming from a place with the principle of like, I'm going to do this because it feels good to my yeah. body. And I feel when I went, um, started going plant-based for the first time, I went to a holistic doctor and that's how she guided me in a very restrictive way. She said, take everything out. You can eat as plants, nothing processed, no bag salads. It was, it was gangsta. It was mm-hmm. gangsta for someone who, like myself, who I was used to eating whatever I wanted, typical American. And then it was after I'd been on that for probably 10 days and actually a little bit longer that I started to, she said, okay, now add this back. And then test and see how you feel, right? So have the milk that you're used to having and see how you feel. Mm -hmm. Um, So it is, Jen, to your point, to come all the way back to your question, it is a matter of restricting for a while so that you can clear the the field, so to speak, so you can see what's on it and Mm -hmm. what your body's just naturally doing. Experiment. And and be willing to experiment, which is... The distinction, because a diet doesn't give you room for experimentation. It just says this is what you need to do. do, Exactly. Versus taking a journey or taking the opportunity to say, I'm going to clear the field and see what's really happening. And then as I put things back, it clarifies so that you can see, oh, wait, I was feeling fine for 10 days. Then I had that piece of cheese and now I feel terrible. Must be the cheese. Let's try that again. Clear the field. Another piece of cheese. Yep. Confirm cheese, right? So it's that way you can really actually use your body like a, a test tube or a science lab and test stuff out on it, right? But you got to first clarify and cleanse it so that you can hear mm. what the messages are. Mm-hmm. And they both kind of describe that. Yeah. I um, And listening to you, it makes me think of um, an orchestra, right? And if you, like I just recently came across something where they had stripped all the audio away except for like Marvin Gaye's voice and the song he sings. And I was like, wow. And you could hear the clarity of or the purity of his sound. Right. But I was thinking about if you're not if you're not really into music, you may not recognize all of the instruments that make a sound. Good point. Um, and so if if you took everything away and then you one by one added things back in, 
I think that's how somebody could understand like, oh, okay, now I know. Mm. Um, and that, that discovery is, is actually really cool, especially if you have an appreciation for artists and how music is made. Um, so I guess you could, you like you said, you can do that with food too. Y'all heard the audience. Jen said I was right. <laughs> but like, I also <laughs> said that it could be a gate. I mean, somebody else got credit for the diet is a gateway, but I feel like that was the first thing that I said. Oh my goodness. But, you know, what is you know, this? Right, 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 right. So, contest? So, so, so Lawrence, Lawrence got a point. Diet. You got a point. Okay, no, no, cool. no. I, I think I... <laughs> No, Jindy <laughs> said Lawrence, and then I think it was you, Jen. But still, who cares? Who's counting? Oh, I, counting. I'm Clearly. No, Jen and right. April count. Okay. Jennifer's right. counting, April's counting. Yeah. I don't know why you're not counting. Somebody marked the calendar. I got yeah. points for being right. Okay, yeah. that's all I want to say. Yeah. I, I, testosterone I, in this I room. also was right, but whatever. <laughs> okay. Can I just end on... Uh, uh, listen to your body. Yeah. Like, diet, death of the diet, you can say, you can quote me, Coach Cunningham said. Last word. Death of the diet, but please, 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 you can listen to your body. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Please connect with us on social media at The Jealous Vegan on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or at thejealousvegan.com and sign up for our newsletter to receive exclusive content to support your plant-based journey. And until then, Don't let perfection be the enemy of progress.